Welcome to the Stories to Love podcast, the podcast where I fangirl over creators and find out all about their inspiration in hopes to boost our own inspiration. I am your host, Tiff Marcello, an inspiration seeker and your resident fangirl. Hi, everyone. This is Tiff, and this is the Stories to Love podcast, and this is episode 26. It is May 10, 2021. This week, it's going to be just me. I had planned to record this podcast episode like the last three weeks, but in between release week and events and preparing to move, and as well as recovering from my second COVID vaccine shot, it's been a little bit of an upheaval. But in this episode, I wanted to share my five things I do during release week. Last year's book, if you remember, Once Upon a Sunset, um, it was released on the eve of the shutdown. And this year's, and thankfully, we are in this transitionary pandemic state here in the United States. It's been a markedly different experience and so different from when I really released books one through four. And I kind of wanted to share the things that I've learned thus far in releasing books and what has helped me. But before I go into that, I wanted to share what I've been inspired by this last couple of weeks. There are a couple of things. First and foremost are all the emails and private messages and the tags on social media that I've received for In a Book Club Far Away. Um, touching base with readers has got to be the best thing about authoring, especially in this day and time of virtual events and sometimes feeling like I'm isolated here in my home, even though it's a full house. But hearing from readers has really just been such a magnificent thing. Um, All the tags and the messages really, truly give me life. And it energizes me. And I'm so thankful for everyone who has read In a Book of Far Away and my previous backlist. Um, Since, you know, some folks in a book of Far Away has been their first introduction to a Tiff Marcella book. I really want to thank those who went to my backlist and who started reading my backlist. Because honestly, you know, books take time and time is the most precious commodity of all and reading books takes time. So it's so um, I'm so honored that you are spending time with the words that I've written. Second, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that a tree fell in my yard about a week and a half ago. It was super close to hitting my house, probably maybe three feet to hitting our house and the master bedroom. And it was a pretty big pine tree with branches large enough that it could have taken the whole side of my house out. Luckily, it did not, nor did it hit my son who was mowing the lawn at the time. It was a windy day, but We have quite a few windy days here in Northern Virginia, but it just so happened that one big gust hit a tree that we weren't even watching um, for any kind of danger, hit it right at the exact spot that it literally tipped over, missed my son like the lawnmower was right underneath where the tree fell. So he had just walked away in time. So I'm counting my blessings and I continue to do so ever since it happened. But it was a reminder that anything can happen in a split second. Obviously, we know this with the pandemic, but it was truly reinforced in that moment. Um, It took me, 
I, I told everybody that I kind of experienced what I believe is like this delayed anxiety where at the moment I definitely acted um, to, I ran out to the spot and was um, pretty lucid and pretty direct and making sure that everybody was safe and all of that, but um, was hit next day with what I feel was a delayed anxiety of all the things that could have happened because of course I am a mom and and um and I worry about my children all the time but I am just so thankful. So those are the two things that really inspired me these last couple of weeks that really brought home why I'm writing and um why I'm doing what I'm doing and it really had me focus on the joys on the everyday. In terms of author updates, I turned in book two of my Heart Resort series to my editor. So I'm waiting for edits to come back. I'm so excited to see what she thinks. And we'll soon be jumping to the editing process soon, right? So, um, and as of like three days ago, I dipped my toes into book three of Heart Resort. And um, I know the first book isn't isn't even out yet, but um, writing book three or like, really slaying down, throwing in some words on book three has been so much fun. Um, I did plot out book three before I started writing it, just to get a feel how things are going to go. And if you remember in terms, it because it's also part of my author life is that I'm preparing for move. So every day, it's been a little bit of a flurry from paperwork to decluttering to planning some renovations here at home. But when, what runs through it is this feeling of gratefulness throughout that things are so far going the way it's supposed to go. And at the same time, feel this sense of responsibility since this is also Asian and Pacific Islander Month. And with everything that's going on in the, in the world, there's so much, um, so much current events going on with the Israeli and Palestine, uh, Palestinian crisis and all of these things. I am just trying to stay abreast and speak my truth as well as continue to put one step in front of the other so we can move our family and we can keep moving forward on the daily on our daily basis. So anyway, so that was a lot for an intro and you are going to be hearing from me after the jump. Again, it's my thoughts on release week. So grab a drink or a snack and I'll see you in a bit. See you then. Hi there, I'm back and this is Tiff and this is the Stories to Love podcast and I'm going to discuss the five things I do during release week. But first, a disclaimer. This is a list of my own thoughts and experiences and should not bear on what you should do. So take all I say with a grain of salt. I come to this having released only six books. So other authors will have their own feelings on how they handle release week. And that is all right. We all cope in our own ways. So this is what I think. I think a book is... Uh, putting out a book into the world is like a tangled gift of emotions. It is a nest wrapped up in beautiful wrapping paper and then tied in a bow. 
After all, my book is a gift to the world. That's how I think of it. And so much has gone into me writing that book, from the drafting to revisions to showing my pages to early readers, and then having an editor to comb through the work, the edits and the rewrites. And then there's a buildup and the anticipation of release day. And then there is what I call the letting go. So publishing a book is a dream. So for me, is it is truly a dream come true. The fact that I get to share my words and share the stories in my head and to be part of the book community is something so special and I don't take it for granted. Literally, when I sit down to write in the mornings, I am thankful. One, that I'm doing what I love, finally. And second, that I'm able to share it with others. But as I mentioned, there is this thing called the letting go. And there is a lot of letting go in a book. And for me, the letting go is fraught with nuance of fear, of nervousness, of excitement, of hope. And if I'm not careful, the letting go can overshadow the joy of sharing a book. I am an introvert, just to let let everybody know. I am an introvert. I am also um, reflective. I'm an an empathetic person. So that's me. That is Tiff. So when does the letting go begin for me? For me, the letting go starts with the edits, with the revisions, in my opinion, because because after I've drafted and kind of emptied my brain, I have to go back and I have to realize that not all of these words can stay and many of these words have to be fixed. And then there's more letting go when I have my critique partner read my books. And then when early readers read my books and then when fi- and then finally to the general population, right? Um, I call it the letting go because I do it all the time as a military spouse. I am a, I've been a military spouse for 23 years. And I've moved so many times and said goodbye to places and things and have said see you later to a good deal of people. So I know what letting go feels like in my body. There is this like kernel of excitement of what's up ahead and it which adds a coin to my adventurous spirit, right? I love that. But also there is like this little hum of anxiety. There is also an active blurring of feelings. It's part of my self-preservation. And when I let go of a book, I realize I do the exact same things. Over the years, I have learned to treat these situations similarly. um, And I try to kind of treat them in the same way. So here are the five things that I do during book launches. Number one, I note my anxiety and my mood. In the past, like when I, the first times I used to move, I used to push down the rush of emotions, or sometimes I just dismiss them. I used to rush my to-do list and focus on the next step just to kind of push down the emotion, right? And weeks of this, I can tell you, can lead to burnout. I can tell you, for example, that whenever my husband came home from deployment, I would get sick. Um, it was as if my body realized that it could get, it could let go. I've also noticed that when I am um, on the lead up to any kind of move or even the lead up to a book launch, I've noticed a tingling in my arms, especially when my anxiety is high. So what I do 
in the ramp up to book releases is I've allowed my step myself to note my mood. Sometimes I'm even asking myself, or I even acknowledge that, dang, I'm nervous. It's really is a simple, it really is a simple thing to do. But sometimes that's the first step in acknowledging that you are excited or that you are nervous and that that is okay. Sometimes I've even asked myself aloud, how are you feeling, Tiff? These days I go an extra step and I journal first thing in the morning. It also means reaching out to my close people and speaking to them. So noting for me, noting my emotion and what I'm feeling and not ignoring it is the first step for a healthier a healthier way to approach something big like a release like a re- book release number 2 i take my vitamins okay i'm not the best eater when i'm under any kind of stress i whether not whether it's moving or prep for events or book release i don't hydrate and i don't eat well I have become, however, been a stickler about taking my vitamins, vitamin C, vitamin D, and vitamin Bs, of which I'm always at borderline in all of these things. And so with my breakfast, I have my vitamins, so it helps. So I suggest that too. The third thing I do is get sun. You guys, this is even in my daily checklist. It's called outside. (laughs) Notice that I don't say exercise. That is the goal, of course, but sun or outside is the minimum. I would say next to a window, through an open window, on your front porch, a walk around the block or a run, which I try to hit somewhere in that spectrum. I acknowledge that there are some days when exercise is not possible. Like I'm not going to say no excuses, because sometimes there are some real reasons why I can't get exercise or I can't see the sun. But I do try to sit next to an open window, open the window, a little bit of indirect sun or a hazy day can even help. So go outside, you guys. Number four, I buy something. I know that it sounds like enabling for retail therapy, and it is. I buy myself something ahead of release day. Um, And sometimes I even forget on release day itself so that it's such a great surprise. Sometimes it's as simple as buying myself another book. I buy myself something that is entirely frivolous and not exactly a need category, and I, am, I acknowledge that it can be cost prohibitive for some people, but it doesn't always have to be expensive. I consider it a gift to myself. Sometimes I forget to pat myself on the back. And by not doing that, it, it doesn't give credence to what I've done. So I do buy, I buy myself something. At times as creators, also we are hardest on ourselves. We deny ourselves the most. Um, As a mom, I'll acknowledge that many times I put myself last. So buying something just for me and not for the greater good of anybody else or society is a reminder that hell yes, I wrote a book and I can let it go. And I'm proud of you self. So buy yourself something. And number five, and probably one of the most important things is recognize that recovery is necessary. 
I realized that over the years that this was a key thing that I hadn't put emphasis on. And it took me getting sick one time. I, I was, and I'm 45 now, I was 39. It was after a move and I just kept pushing, pushing my body and my body really hit a wall because I didn't realize that my body needed to recover after such a big event. So these days I know that after a big event, a celebration or a reunion after deployment, after a move, or even after a myriad of events after book release week, after thanking all those who have helped us, or we, we actually need to rest. Over the years, I recognized when I hadn't allowed myself to recover or to excuse myself, I would burn out. It doesn't mean ignoring your work because we all still need to work. Like I still need to get up and take care of my children. I still have deadlines because that is unavoidable. But it's this allowance that you can sleep a little bit longer. You can take your time to eat and perhaps step away from social media after the rush of celebration to give yourself grace to physically put your feet up. And actually, this is why you're not hearing from me after the last month, um, because it is what I did. I worked the absolute minimum necessary. I met all my deadlines with my publisher. Um, I took care of my family. But otherwise, what I could let go, I did. Um, And recovery for me sometimes can take a long time, depending on how traumatic or how exciting things are. And sometimes it's as short as a couple of days and I'm good to go. But I allow myself to dictate when that recovery is. So so those are five things. I know that was a lot and it sounded impassioned, but I am impassioned about this. A lot of it because is because I am about to move. And this is also a reinforcement for me that not everything has to be has to be perfect on the lead up to a big event, nor does it have to be perfect during the event or after the event, right? Um, So I'm going to, I'm going to rehash the five things. One is I note my anxiety and mood. Two, I take my vitamins. Three, I go outside. Four, I buy something just for me. And five, I recognize that recovery is necessary. Okay, so I just want to say thank you again. Releasing in a book club far away was a joy. The reception of the book was tremendous. I couldn't have asked for a better launch. And I got to celebrate it with my most favorite authors and readers to reach out. But I did take note and still do take note of my energy, even as we prepare to unhook our brakes here um, in the DC era for a next family move. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Stories to Love podcast. I will be... um, There are some episodes that are going to roll out this next few weeks, and we will be taking a little bit of a hiatus when um, I actually move and I won't have access to internet, and then we'll get into another set of podcast episodes. I appreciate all those who have subscribed. If you haven't, please do, and leave a rating when you can. If you'd like to support this podcast, please grab one of my books for you and a friend on my website at tiffmarcello.com and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for joining me, Tiff Marcello, at the Stories to Love podcast. 
You can follow me through my newsletter at tiffmarcello.com and Instagram and Facebook, as well as Twitter under Tiff Marcello and Stories to Love Podcast. You can support this podcast by picking up my most current book, Once Upon a Sunset. Thank you for joining me.